Welcome to The Nooner Show, where we explore the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, but most of all, they're inspiring. Here are your hosts, Jackie Wallace and Gina Guccini. Welcome back. Hello. Nooner time. Liz Hello. is with us again. Yes. Always she good is. to see you. Yes. Thank you. Good to see that you. That monthly ladies, dose of Liz Reed. <laughs> it is. Is that a good we thing? We need it. It yeah, is so a good thing. It starts the month thing. off okay. right. Good. It is. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. So, how are you, Miss Cuccini? I'm well. I'm going to take yeah. a quick sip of water here because okay. all of a sudden I have a little frog. Yeah. Go ahead. Very chug, chug, frog. chug. Yes. It's not right. vodka, right? We're not sure. We'll know towards the end of the show. Exactly. It depends on if I get better or not, or I start slurring. I'm not. I'm not going to admit to anything. Or I'm not going to deny. Deny. Right? Deny. I'll, deny. I'll take the fifth. Yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go. I'll All take right. The fifth. All so, right. Anyway, what's up? Not much. Not much. Happy to see Liz. Always mm-hmm. fun to see her. She Thank always you. has some some insight for us. Yes. Tidbits. Yeah. News you can use. There you go. Mm-hmm. What's up with you, Mrs. Wallace? Oh, nothing really. There's always stuff. Yeah. Always good stuff. Today's Too much a, to get into, right? Yeah. yeah. It's just <laughs> Today's a fun day, though. I've got a full day today with all different people on creative endeavors, which is exciting. Very nice. I love days like that. Do you find that some people are, they say they're creative, but... Mm-hmm. Their process is such that it that it stifles what you feel like it's stifling their creativity because you do a lot of coaching. Mm-hmm. So you work with someone who says, "Oh, I'm a very creative person, but I have to go through this process repeatedly, so it gets in the way of their creativity." Yeah, I so I think everybody's creative, but their process might be different, mm-hmm. you know, than mine. And actually, this kind of really fits into what we're talking about today. Because we're talking, we are going to talk about Mm -hmm. perfectionism. And I think that stifles creativity. Mm -hmm. That stifles, or they might be creative, but they don't take action. And I think that's where, you know, being a perfectionist can stifle your creativity Mm -hmm. is not taking the action when you come up with some great ideas. Yeah. That I see all the time. Mm -hmm. So we are going to get into that if you're ready. Let's get started. Let's get started. All right. So do you feel the pressure to be perfect in a world where we're inundated with noise of competitiveness? It can be difficult to feel a healthy level of self-acceptance. The truth is there's a difference in striving for perfection versus striving for excellence. In fact, the great Vince Lombardi once said, perfection is not attainable, but if we chase perfection, we can catch excellence. So what's the difference and how can you learn to strive for excellence but not perfectionist? Joining us this week is the one and only Liz Reed. She's ready to tackle the topic of perfection and leave us with some insightful tips on how we can move forward imperfectly. Welcome to Ooh, the I Lunar like Show. Thank you. Perfectly I like that. Imperfect. Moving forward imperfectly. Yes. Perfectly mm-hmm. imperfect. Because we are imperfect people, but... I think it's kind of a catchy, tricky subject on whether you're striving for excellence or are you trying to create perfection in your life, like with whatever you do? Well, what is the difference? Well, it kind of all goes together. I mean, perfectionism is is a anxiety disorder. 
which is associated more with OCD. So it's the constant strive, struggle to achieve perfectionism, which is impossible because there is nothing that is perfect. That's in, within the eye of the beholder. And so we find a lot of patients, um, this comes from an anxiety disorder that they end up, um, we, we have some people that have ended up uh, suicidal because they have tried you know, to perfect something, to make, you know, make every decision in their life uh, an appropriate decision, do everything the right way out of dreaded fear of somebody judging them or saying that this isn't the right way to do it or that um, they're going to embarrass themselves in one way or another. So there's a lot that goes along with that. And so we all have our ideas of perfection and we and we've all said oh but I just wanted it to be perfect right yeah you know I just wanted it to be perfect when I fill in the blank right you know we've all said it yeah yeah but uh, but you're saying some people are more prone to doing that well they are and also that learned behavior comes from how you were raised as well okay I was just going to ask you that yeah. is it learned well it, it can be learned and it can also be the um, genetic component of uh, an anxiety disorder or a depressive disorder. But if you have parents, so we see a lot of this in Asian countries where they're really pushing their kids to be the smartest, be the best, do mm -hmm. the best. And I've been in college with students that had a 98% on a test that were begging and sobbing their teacher for a hundred. Wow. Like, how can I make this up? How can I do this? You know? And, but that is, that's more of a learned behavior where they have been pushed so hard. That's why we see a huge suicide rate in the Asian community. And that's over their oh, constant wow. strife and striving for perfectionism, trying to get straight A's, be the best, top of their game. You know, that is a, that is a nonstop. So that's non -stop a cultural hundred. thing? It can be, yes, very much so a oh, cultural wow. thing. That is a cultural thing that's within the Asian community for sure. Absolutely. Wow, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. So if you're not, if you're surrounded by that, if you're not doing that, you would be viewed probably as a loser, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, not, what, what, it, you know, and you, uh, Je um, Gina, you know, you had to have dealt with this parents coming in going, how come he only got a 95? Mm -hmm. It's like a 95 is fantastic. What do you mean? Mm -hmm. You know, so they're doing it at home. They're driving it into their kid. If you're not getting a hundred percent, if you're getting, uh, not getting a 99, that's as low as we'll go, then you aren't working as hard as you should be. Okay. But so let me stop you here because this to me is the confusing part, especially yeah. for parents raising kids Yeah, because you do want to push your kids. Of course. So how do you know when you're pushing them into, you know, something like perfection or are you teaching them to strive and push harder? Like go just a little bit further, try it a little bit more. Don't well, give up. Well, we, you have to first recognize, is this your dream or theirs? First of all. Okay. So uh, and let me, can I answer uh -huh. that? Because like, what if they're young and it's not about the dream at all? It's just about what are they working towards? But is it your dream that your kid is a straight A student? You know, if that's what you want from your child and your child's incapable of giving you straight A's mm -hmm. because they're just not a good learner or they have mm -hmm. dyslexia or some type of learning disability, they're never going to be able to achieve that. But they will do, especially at a young age, everything they can in order to please you. So they will try. Your And you'll see parents getting them tutor after tutor and Gina, you can attest to this. And, and the child just isn't mm -hmm. ready or isn't uh, 
it doesn't work well enough in an educational institution. Mm -hmm. um, I know that many kids, including myself, I was going through a lot at home. I wasn't a very good student. And, but then when I got older and things settled down, then everything came into place and I did great. I had straight A's. But at, at one point in my life, I was not. And many children are like that. They're not ready or they are whatever's going on in their home or they're just all, all cylinders aren't firing and they're doing the best they can with what they have. But I guess as a parent, how do you know that? Like, how do you know when you shouldn't be pushing your kid? When they're not doing well with the with the uh, tutors you're giving them or the extra help that they're getting, if they're not functioning at, you know, if, if this is still extremely stressful and difficult, if they develop an anxiety disorder from all the stress, if they're not sleeping well because you're pushing them so hard. You know, no child needs four hours of homework when they come home from school. They need downtime and sleep just as much as they need anything else. So it's, if, if you're working harder than the child, which is going to happen to some degree, mm -hmm. but it's getting them nowhere, then it's not working. What you're doing isn't working. You need to re revamp all that. Mm -hmm. What do you say, Gina? What do you? No, I agree. And I think that is, if the child is learning and the, ha the child is a happy, social, involved student yeah. in their education, mm -hmm. and you see that they are working hard, yes, then okay, so maybe they're not getting, you know, the 99 or the 100%, mm -hmm. but they're, but they're still doing well. They're, right. you know, they're applying, yeah. they're learning, they can explain, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. Then you know what, let them go on their path. I think the child who doesn't do their homework, who doesn't care, who doesn't put any effort, something I, else wrong there. There's something else wrong. Yes. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. no matter what usually is it. Oh, good. There's no usually. Yeah. That's, that's we have the, a million you know, things. There's a million things why the child isn't or yeah. can't or won't or doesn't. Well, what are some of the reasons? Then? You know, there could be a learning disability. It could yeah. be something. Um, home dynamics. Home dynamics. Mm -hmm. It could be something, you know, like processing. It could be visual. Lots of times I've said to a parent, you know what? I'm noticing blah, blah, blah. When he or she is reading, see the board they're missing, the, can't mm -hmm. see, mm. you know, and you mm -hmm. and I know mm -hmm. we can't see because we can't see. We know, right. but, but he or she doesn't. And so I've, very common that I recommended to a parent, you know what, can you, can you go to see an eye doctor? You know, I'm just, let's rule this out that this isn't it. And more often than not, I was right that the child was having a visual issue and needed mm -hmm. some glasses, just need a little boost of something. So there's lots of different reasons. Um, rarely is it that the kid doesn't want to just because he doesn't want to. For sure. Yeah. There's there's always an underlying foundation. And, and and a child who doesn't want to is probably neglected at home. But there's something else going yeah, on. Yeah, there's... There, mm -hmm. So the goal is, is to have a well-rounded, happy child. Yes, you can gently persuade or push, but that's like throwing your son into football and saying he's a quarterback. And he... Well, he doesn't have the aptitude. Yeah. He's right. not good enough. He's not as good as the other guys. Yeah. And, um, you know, and forcing it on something. Like I always say, pushing the universe, you push it too hard, you'll get what you want. It'll come at a cost. Right. So you may get a child that's excelling finally or doing well, very well up to what their parents or they think they need to do in their perfectionism, but they've now developed a horrible eating disorder, anxiety disorder, depressive disorders, and suicidal ideation. Because that's what comes along yeah, with that. Because kids can, that's, those are things that they feel that they can control. Yes. Mm -hmm. And There's, so when they feel they have no control, they look for something that they can control. Mm -hmm. and it, so how do you know when that's what you're doing when you're creating an environment. Here's the thing. I don't think parents realize that that's what they're doing. Yeah. Right. I think parents think, oh, this is for his or her best yes. interest. Right. I'm doing mm -hmm. this because. Right. So it goes back to being socially aware or parentally 
is that a word? That's not a word, but aware well, see, as a socially parent. Socially aware, we're in an environment of competitiveness, though, especially parents of young kids. Like I remember as a parent with my friends' kids who were always getting like student of the month and stuff like that, and mine were not. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> it's a very... And unfortunately, um, I don't think it's it's getting, it's more difficult now than it was even when you had kids. Really? Because, oh, most definitely. Because yeah. of social media. Because we only put the best on social media. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you right. have a few people who put like, this is mom life. And they're, they are, they're putting, you know, the mask, the, the dirty counter, the laundry, right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. But for the most part, people put forth like, oh, look at, you know, yeah. look at my my great life. Look yeah. at my perfect life. Look yeah. at this great. How are you see it on people's cars? My my honor student. My child is an honor student. Sure. My child is. That's this, why I'm my so against all that. those AP classes. Oh, why? I've seen them tear my my patients down. They're you know really? the young ones. Oh yeah, they're doing they're college courses in high school. And oh, what if they're smart and they? Well, should they be are in- smart. And I have nieces that are in them that are doing mm-hmm. very well. It doesn't seem to bother them. But there's other kids that it does. They can do the work, but they don't have the mental capability. You have to remember, your brain is always growing, and it's, your frontal lobe isn't fully developed until you're like 24, 25 years old. So we're putting all this on them at a young age. Some kids can handle it. Some can't. A lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. And I think perfection does put way too much pressure. And we all put Mm -hmm. it on ourselves, you know, for for something. Oh, again, I go back to saying, oh, I just wanted this day to be perfect, or I wanted this event to be perfect. We all do that to a degree. I think and I think that's okay occasionally. I think our issue is that we really need to focus on is when it's a repeated action over time. Mm And that's mm-hmm. where that's where the struggle is. When or when it's are, holding you back from actually doing something because, because you're afraid. Right. You know what right. I struggle personally with. So I've, I've talked about learning Italian and I hold myself back sometimes because it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. I And I'm always trying to overcome that because I it, but, like in my head. Is it's that per- trying to be perfect or are you trying to be excellent at it? Because there's nothing wrong with striving for excellence. I think in self-reflection, I think it's that I want it to be perfect. Like Mm. it's, you know, Mm -hmm. like I want it to sound better. Like in my head, when I speak, I want it to sound better than what I do. I want it to be as fluent Mm -hmm. as English is. But doesn't perfectionist hold you back from things? Like people that are really trying to be a perfectionist don't do it. Like No, not necessarily. No, because I think sometimes that I do hold myself back because I'm afraid of making the mistake. But you're still in it. You still take the class. You call me and ask questions. So, and I do, but I, but I also identify in my own self that I hold myself back because I'm afraid of making that mistake. Mm-hmm. So in the I class. think, that, and I, in the judgment, yeah. like I just so, said, and judgment I think you and can, thoughts of others, what might think about what you're right. doing. And so you, I think you can do both. That's the point to my story. Is I oh. think you can be both. I think you, yes, I have the incentive to learn. I have the desire. I have the. Mm-hmm. The, you know, I'm pushing my myself to do this, but I'm also afraid. And I've also, you know, like I hold, I, I at times see that I hold myself back because I don't want to make that mistake. Or well, not, well, somebody mm. who's truly struggling with perfectionism will lie, lie, beg, borrow and steal in order to show a hundred percent, no matter what it is they're doing, mm-hmm. okay. because that is their identity and they will not give it up for anything. 
So they'll say, yes, I, I, I did this. Yes, I, it, I got 100%. Or oh. yes, my house is perfect. Yes, mm. my daughter's perfect. They won't tell you who they really are. They're not mm -hmm. open about their own identity. They don't have flaws. And so this becomes a whole uh, a mood disorder, a mm. behavioral thing that they have taken on that is it's a fantasy. It's not reality. Right. Um, and, but they're obsessed with it. Okay. So, so my, mine is, is different because yeah. <laughs> mine is not the fantasy. Mine, mine is not a, I'm not obsessed with it. I make the mistakes and keep going. Mm -hmm. you right. Know, That's I, what I was saying. Right. I don't no, think no, no, a, no, I'm just a real trying, perfectionist right. doesn't keep going. They but don't, I think there's tendencies. We all have tendencies and that's, that's yeah. the point of this conversation right. is to share some of the things that that I go through, that right. I'm going through with my learning right. and, and that right. I do, mm -hmm. you know. But I guess like, because I know you so well, you're the type that strives for excellence, which is a good thing. I mean, you're, sure. you're trying to do better. You, you don't want to go in and half-ass it. Right. No, but as we're sitting here having this conversation, I, I identify with some of what Liz is saying yeah. in, in the perfection, like trying mm -hmm. to be perfect. And I, and I go, oh, yeah, I do hold myself back because I'm afraid I'm going to make yeah. a mistake or I may mm -hmm. not. Yeah. Some people are, are not able to achieve excellence. They mm -hmm. can do their best. I mean, you have to be okay with the fact that that you may not be the best, that somebody else may be better than you are. And you, that's hard for us to do. Absolutely. Right. Nobody wants, right. To, no. nobody sure. wants mm -hmm. to say, oh, well, she's yeah. better. Like, right. she's better at doing that. I right. personally want to think, I, I say that Jackie's better at everything just so that she'll do more. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work at all. But, you know, that's, no. Um, but it is hard to say that mm -hmm. someone else is better that, yes. you know, or it's, it's hard to say when you're in a relationship, you know what, my strong point is this. Right. Sure. So let me take right. that on. Right. And it's hard for the person who's hearing that to say, oh, okay. Yeah. You go do that. You know, that's sure. hard. But all of this is about accepting yourself mm -hmm. right. and who you are and being happy with what you can do and the most you can do and what, what you can't do and what you can't do. And, um, being able to have downtime and not stress over, I should be still practicing. I should be cleaning that room. I should be making it just perfect. Instead saying, this is who I am. There's certain things I like to do a better job at than others. Because often when you're with a perfectionist, there's certain things they don't, aren't perfectionists over. You'll, right. they could be a hoarder. That's right. a, <laughs> you yeah. walk in their home and you're like, ah, my yeah. gosh, she's always so well put together. Yeah. You would never imagine her home would look like this. Are you talking about my house? No. I, you know what I mean? Or him, <laughs> anybody, you know what I mean? There's always sure. something, you can only keep so many balls in the air, right? Right. right. And then they start to fall. There's certain right. ones that are going to start to fall. And, right. and that's a mental state too. You start to in, implode yourself mentally. Because you just can't keep up that pace forever. So right. what do you do after you, how do you, okay, so let's say, you know, someone, you've got someone who is, they've imploded because they just can't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. Where do you go from there? How do you pick the pieces back up? And well, first of all, it's usually a younger client that I'll deal with with this, where their parents have pushed them so hard. Okay. And um, it's about acceptance, in, which is radical acceptance, which we've talked about many times. I love Ex that word. Yeah, accepting where you are, what's going on, and that's okay. That's okay. And then I'll say, what do you want? What, what, what do you want right now? What, what, what do you want? I, 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 and this one little girl in particular, she's 16. I want a job. I'm like, right on. You, you want a job. We're <laughs> That's awesome. Her mother's like, absolutely not. She has to study. Absolutely not. Oh. She has to study. And I'm like, dear Lord, she's suicidal. If she wants a job and this is making her wow. happy to work, 
let her do it. Let her do it. She's in all AP courses. So how do you um, work with somebody who goes back to the environment that doesn't support what you're suggesting? I hear a lot from them. <laughs> you know, they, they, I talk to them a lot. And, re, and they will tell me the conversations that have gone by, what has been said, and we analyze it on where this is coming from. I'm not shaming all parents here. I'm not mm -hmm. getting down on all parents. Parents, a lot, most motivations of what parents have come from a good place. Right. I get that. I understand. I want more for my child. I didn't right. have anything. But um, you have to understand that they, now you're, we're living your dream, mom. Yeah. Okay, or dad. Right. And so the child has to be able to accept their circumstances. There may not be things they're good at. So we rehash the conversations they've had. So if they've had a conversation with mom and dad, this is what happened, Liz. This is what was said to me. And we pick it apart and analyze it and figure out where it came from, mm -hmm. why they said it, and 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 try maybe, and make sense. Yes, yeah, try to make sense of it so that their younger mind or an older mind, mm -hmm. anybody's mind, can understand it's not all about you. It's about them mm -hmm. too. There's certain things that they're struggling with and they're putting this off on you. But that's, you know, these are your parents and that's okay. And I actually have had to help young women uh, escape leaving their family because they had that much control. Wow. Mm -hmm. Britney Spears all over again, huh? Yeah. It's, it's a real thing. Wow. It's a real thing. It's like being brainwashed. Yeah. So what is the difference? Like how can somebody work towards excellence, for example, with their goals or dreams or whatever, but not let it be perfection? Well, you know, like I said, perfection is more about what they've manifested in their mind as being the perfect way to do something, which there is no perfect way. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean because you're striving for excellence, you're going to go into perfection because perfection is an anxiety disorder. Okay. closely associated with, with, with uh, OCD. So the two aren't... They aren't the same. Okay. They aren't the same. So Striving for excellence okay. is do your very best. Yeah. Your excellence may be entirely different than mine. Right. You know? Right. Um, so, you know, striving for excellence is a good thing. You know, yes, do do whatever you feel will help you excel. Okay. Be, be better, do better, whatever you want to do okay. that makes you feel good. And I would imagine that the feeling of striving for excellence has to be sort of invigorating versus Absolutely. perfection. It has to, you have to get a high off that right. and enjoy it. And what is that again? We're achieving goals. So every time we achieve a goal, we feel better about ourselves mm -hmm. and our self-esteem just gets bigger and bigger. And, and that's probably and we're more fulfilled. A, a very healthier, healthy. A healthier right. mindset. Yes. To, to, in, instead of thinking about perfection, oh, this it. Yeah, what is perfect. my goal? Yeah. What my goal is going to be that right. I do well on this task. My and goal what can is I going live to be, with? Well, yeah. Yes, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's a huge and one. What can I live with? Don't, right. do, don't look to social media. No. Don't yeah. put it on social, social media. Because mm -hmm. I think social media has, while it's got its benefits, right. it also, you know, it, it, yeah, I think it mm -hmm. warps our sign, our, it our does. mind, our standards. It, warps our standards. it does. Yeah. It really does. Yes. It really tears us down. Mm -hmm. I'd like us all to remember at this time that we love tacos, and even a taco falls apart, but we still love it. Okay, I thought wow. you were doing like a sponsor okay, commercial. Okay. Or something. Isn't that? But isn't that the truth? Yeah, That's true. Yeah, it That's is true. true. Yeah. Yes. yes. It doesn't make it any. You're still going to no. be loved if you're not yeah. perfect, right. if you're right. not excellent. Right. But, you know, self-love, self-acceptance right. is the main thing that you need to have. You have to be able to accept yourself for who you are. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. 
One of the things I started doing with my kids, and I learned it from somebody else, was asking them about how they failed Mm -hmm. and celebrating that Mm -hmm. versus being afraid to talk about failures. It's like, tell me what didn't work out, not just what worked out, but what didn't work out. And we get excited. Yeah, Mm because you can learn from that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it didn't work out the way we thought it would, but it turned out to be even better. Exactly. Because it wasn't supposed to go that way. Exactly. Yep. All right. Are we ready to toss some cookies Well, thank you, Liz Reed. You're very welcome. Once again. Here we go. All right. And how are we going to end this? Not perfect. We're going to end this with with tacos. (laughs) With tacos? Okay. When you have a taco. When you have a taco. That's true about tacos. Tacos. It is true. Think mm. about it. They fall apart, but we still they love do. them. They do. Yeah. Today is an important day in your life story when you eat a taco. Well, there you go. How about when you eat a taco, don't fear change. <laughs> it is the only way to the things you want. <laughs> okay. This one is you will overcome difficult times eating that taco. There you go. <laughs> And the second and the third. There we go. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for your insights. Thank you for having me as well. Thank you for helping us to look at things a little differently. Mm -hmm. That's right. And remember that sometimes the only mode of transportation available is a leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith. Have a great week.